that we're hearing that song this morning, Shuddha Bhakata Charana Reina, Bhajana Anukul. The lotus, the dust of the lotus feet of devotees is conducive to advancement in Krishna consciousness. So, this whole song is dedicated to Bhaktivinoda Thakur's craving the mercy of Vaishnavas. Songs of the Vaishnava Acharyas are characterized by a very means Bhaktinotako and Narotam Das, especially we're familiar with the song of these two great Vaishnava Acharyas there. Their songs are, are characterized by craving for Krishna. Craving is a is a good term because we we find in the modern Western world there's so many drug addicts who if they don't get their drugs then it's they're totally overwhelmed their their whole thought is totally overwhelmed by I I have to I have to get this and they don't care for for anything beg steal borrow kill have to get. I, I, I can't go on. I, there's no. There's actually no thought. There's no logical thought process about whether it's good for me or bad for me. But I'm. I must get. So like that, we see the songs of the Vaishnava Acharyas. They're permeated with this, with this genuine mood of craving. Sometimes we see that. Uh, Devotees, they wear these t-shirts with I and a figure of a heart, Vrindavan. I love Vrindavan or I love Krishna. So, of course, the Vaishnava Acharyas, they, they never said like this. But rather they're craving for the mercy of the Vaishnavas and praying that, Krishna, you please bless me with devotion to you. Not that, a very easy thing, just to put on a t-shirt. I love Krishna. As if it's such an easy or cheap thing, but they're they're begging for the mercy. That how kinibo lutibo hari rasa. This Bhaktivinoda also sings. By by purchasing or stealing, I, I must get the the rasa, the taste of the holy name. So he approaches uh, Vaishnava Thakur. With uh, great respect to the great Acharyas, whose only thought is Krishna, how to give Krishna to others. Oh, hey, Vaishnavataka. And therefore, Doyara Shagara, ocean of mercy. There's so many words. Krishna. Krishna is no Kripa Sindhu, Karuna Sindhu, Karuna Nidhi. So Vaishnava also, the same thing. Dayashaga. Because 
Krishna is the ocean of mercy. Krishna is the ocean of mercy. And Vaishnav collects some drops from that ocean of mercy. But even a drop of that mercy... Of, of, of Krishna is the ocean of all auspicious qualities. And, uh, among Krishna's qualities, the most important is, among all Krishna's qualities, as Prabhupada notes in his Krishna book, the most important is his mercy bestowed upon his devotees. So the Vaishnavas, they collect that mercy and distribute that. So Vaishnava is considered an ocean of mercy. Even a drop of that ocean of mercy can drown the whole world. So Vaishnava Thakur Doyara Shagara Edashi Karunakari. So I'm, I'm coming, placing myself as your servant and, and begging for that mercy. That mercy is the Vaishnava Acharya, they shower, just like this example, the, the, Showering the rain, but uh, the mercy is there. But we, one also has to be desirous to receive that. One has to pray for the mercy. One has to actually this craving, this mood, very keen desire that I must get the mercy of the Vaishnavas. I must get the mercy of Krishna. <coughs> Give me the dust of your lotus feet. Shodahayam, I purify Dhari, I hold on to your lotus feet. So, we sing this, but uh, actually that humility, uh, that, that humility based on uh, feeling that I'm incapable. I, I cannot go anywhere by myself. I, I need to get this mercy. So, uh, what is the form of that mercy? As everything, this in this Vaishnav culture, it's, it's, now we're talking about the feeling, the craving, but it's not something simply sentimental. One uh, very one prominent feature of Bhaktivinoda Thakur's kirtans that he has composed is that they're very much based on Shastric understanding. Bhaktivinoda Thakur, among his many writings in, in diverse styles, uh, he, he wrote so much highly tattvic, that word is tattvic, which means on, to the point of Shastric understanding, explaining, especially Bhaktivinoda Thakur's writings there, they categorize everything very systematically. You'll find the Vaishnava philosophy presented very systematically. So it's not simply feeling. Otherwise, uh, we find even even in the Jararas or the materialistic. Actually, there's no ras that is vikrita that is perverted. But this. Uh, even in the mundane your sphere, you'll find songs that when you when you hear them, you want to cry. 
if we're foolish enough to listen to them in the first place. But uh, they make such songs that my love has left me. Now what shall I do? I'm simply left here to weep. It, it might sound something almost like the Vaishnav song. That, that the Vaishnav sings, just like in this song, that, that uh, he sings, Kandi, what is that? Kandiya, Kandiya, Dhaitava Pache Pache. In this song he sings, that, uh, crying and crying, I'm running after you. So we can say that that, that is expressed in mundane poetry also. But the difference between Vaishnava poetry and mundane poetry is that Vaishnava poetry is based on reality. Whereas mundane poetry is based on a dream. And we saw this, this uh, what is that, motorhome they call it? RV. RV yeah, motorhome. RV? RV or motorhome. RV means? Recreational vehicle. Recreational vehicle. Well, that could be a motorbike also, right? <laughs> So, so uh, this motorhome it has written on it American Dream. So everything in America, everything is just a dream. <laughs> a dream that they will be happy by recreation. So it, it's just a dream that when I saw her eyes, they was they were so blue. That I lost my heart, fool. <laughs> Behind the blue eye is just some horrible black liquid. I know that from biology class. <laughs> Having to cut open pig's eyes. Oh, Krishna. Prabhupada saved us. So, uh, and behind, that's on the gross level. Behind the blue eyes are the, is the black Substance. Some, some people eat eyes also. So. Sheep's eyes or something like that. But, but on the, uh, that's on the gross level. On the subtle level, behind those beautiful blue eyes are unlimited material desires that capture. Capture the man and send him out to work. Go, bring the money. Let me enjoy. <laughs> I'll give you the... I'll show you my blue eyes. And no, of course, nowadays they have women's liberation, so women are also free to work like asses in offices, etc. So, uh, I guess it's not so fair to say that nowadays. Though. So, uh, this mundane, in, in Sanskrit, I'm also, they have kavya, it means, it means poetry. It's this mundane poetry. This, and they're describing all these things. The general subject is mundane love. So there may be so many songs that when you hear it, you want to cry and, oh, it's so sad. The blues, they have the, the blues. And it's just like this. Oh, you want to be singing the blues. So I suppose that many of our Vaishnav Kirtans, they also, it, it may seem like that, the blues, but the, the blue, uh, that's based on some mundane sentiment. Why I couldn't fulfill my sensual desires. Or I, I couldn't enjoy, sen I'm, I'm separated from the, from the object of my love, or I'm 
I'm suffering here miserably, but it's it's all based on personal sense gratification. Therefore, it's useless. Whereas the the songs of the Vaishnava Acharyas, they're based on Krishna. So that is the extraordinary feature, that they both may appear to be the same, but there's a great difference in quality because the <coughs> the apparent sadness of devotees in their not attaining Krishna or their, their desiring to attain Krishna, that is all transcendental bliss. Krishna Premar Adbhuta Charit stated in Chaitanya Charitamrita. In regard to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, describing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mad past, mad Leela of apparent suffer that he's rubbing his face against the wall and it's all big, all blood is coming and going outside and falling down in front of the temple unconscious and, uh, and then the devotees are chanting, chanting, waking him up and, and he's expressing, oh, why did you call me back? I was with Krishna and you called me again and then jumping in the sea and his whole body becoming bleached white and looking like a ghost and his the limbs of his body becoming separated from his body. It seems terrible. It looks externally, it looks horrible. But he that he's ex- experiencing the highest bliss of Krishna. Bitare anandamai internal bhaje externally bisha jala It seems like the blazing fire of poison. But bitare inside, anandama is full of bliss. Krishna premar adbhutachara. This is the amazing characteristic of love of Krishna. Whereas in the material world, so in, in spiritual life, there are happiness. There are happy songs also. It's not, they're not all sad songs. Happy songs also. So, this... Uh, so the, the happiness and the sadness is all bliss. And in material life, the happiness and, and sadness, it's all distress. Actual distress. The apparent happiness is also distress. The, the, that Krishna says, Dukhalaya Mashashvatam. Everything in this material world is miserable. And they say, well, how is that? We have our recreational vehicle. We drive around in our American dream. And uh, we enjoy, sometimes the sun comes. And, uh, you know, everything, life is nice, life is happy. America gets more medals than anyone else at Olympic Games. I must say I'm not following the Olympic Games, but anyway, they always do. So presumably they are. And, uh, what else? America is the best country in the world and we're American. God bless America. So, everything's wonderful. I mean, sometimes there's sad things, but basically we're, we're happy in this material. But what is that happiness? Now, the, the, Krishna says that it's full of misery, and he analyzes, One should see this mature world is full of distress. Birth, death, old age, disease, etc., etc., etc. But, people will say, well, okay, but in between we're enjoying ourselves. There is happiness. Where, where's the distress? 
But the Vaishnav knows that even the, the happiest person in this material world is actually miserable. Because they, even if he considers himself to be happy, he's not in, not in connection with Krishna. So even, even the best material happiness is actually suffering because it's, it's not actual happiness. The best material happiness cannot come even slightly close to the, the happiness of Krishna consciousness, of being in relationship with Krishna. One cannot actually be happy if one is not connected with Krishna. So, so Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he's giving this, uh, his songs, they're, they're permeated with this, this feeling, I'm, I, I must get Krishna. By, by any means, I must get Krishna. But then, <clears throat> he also very, we can say, scientific, to use a word that people like, scientific in this, systematic, systematically presents this spiritual knowledge according to Shastra, which is very apparent in this, very much apparent in this song, as he says, Choi Bega Domi, Choi Dosha Shodhi, Choi Guna Deho Dase. So this is based on Rupa Goswami's analysis of uh, different factors in devotional service. What are the six urges that bind us in the material world, that prevent us from being Krishna conscious? You know that one? Bacho Vegam? Didn't learn that one. Absolutely. Not doing bad for a five-year-old. Just way, way ahead of me when I was five years old. Vacho Vegam. Looking it up in the book. That's cheating. Vacho Vegam Manasakrodo Vegam Jiva Vegam Adara Pasta Vegam Etam Vegam Yovishi Heti Dira Sarvamati Mabdi Priti Ving Sashishat The sofa person who could tolerate the urges of the man. How's it in English? Actions of anger and the urges of the tongue, belly, and genitals is qualified to make disciples all over mm. the world. Mm. So these urges, they are constantly, we should see something that is appealing to our senses. We should hear something that is appealing to our senses. We should speak something that is appealing to our sense gratification. We should taste something, fill up the belly. As Prabhupada pointed out, this. Uh, Jiva Vegam Udara Upasta Vegam and one line tongue, belly, genitals. So these urges are all connected. So all these uh, the, uh, the urging of Maya, enjoy yourself. So one these are to be overcome. So Choi Bega Domi, he's saying. These six urges. He say he's praying, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is praying to Vaishnava Thakur the Vaishnava to to uh, control for me, help me control these six uh, to 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 suppress. Choi bega domi, choi dosha shodhi. Purify me from the six faults, which are atyahara prayashascha. Shadbhya Bhakti Pranashati. Fully destroyed. Bhakti is destroyed by these any one of these six faults. 
namely eating too much or collecting too much, being desirous to collect so many things. It's all, all these points are interconnected. Bhogaishvarya prasaktanam if our intention is diverted by the desire to enjoy this material world or by desirous to be materially opulent, just like Mr. Fisher, he didn't know he was doing some, getting some agyata sukriti, but he was saying, let me show off my opulence. So Krishna is very kind. There is no way for him to become Krishna conscious. But somehow, with such a materialist, got a chance to do some devotional service even after he died. So, Bhogaishwara, if we are attached to being opulent, then there's no question of fixing our mind on Krishna. So, uh, this collecting too much, eating too much, prayas, uh, similar, they're making too, mundane and too much Endeavor for mundane things which are of no actual value to us. That can also be in devotional service. Prabhupada once described that uh, he gave an example of an endeavor to build a big temple where when, when one is not really in a position to do so. That can also inhibit one's devotional service. That uh, all one's attention may... In, may go to struggle to build a big, big temple, but then there's an always going around materialistic people trying to get some money and uh, not not able to concentrate properly on, on the basic activities of devotional service. And then we become more like contractors, building contractors or something like that. Of course, Prabhupada himself made so much endeavor and it, Great endeavor to build that, especially that temple in Bombay. So, what is what is true for one devotee may not be true for another. We have to also to see what is our level of adhika. This is a very important point to understand. What is our level of eligibility? For instance, someone may say that, well. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur even arranged for, that's now become well known, he arranged for, for meat to be served when there was, the, the governor of Bengal was visiting Mayapur. Shocking. In Mayapur, he arranged for meat to be served. Because they, they would never come again, these people, they were accustomed to eating meat three times a day. So, he arranged for, as a, to facilitate what he saw as important for preaching. What he saw means what is, because it's the great acharyas, what they do, it's not simply their opinion or their outlook, but they're fully connected with Krishna. So what they do is correct. But then others may say, well, he did that, therefore I can do this. But we have to see what is our level of adhika. That the great acharyas, what they do, that's not necessarily for for imitation. I was talking about that. When was that? This morning? About, uh, yeah, yeah. about Anukaran, Anusharan. What we should follow? No, what we should... Anukaran means imitation. Anusharan means following. 
So that, that that came in the question yesterday. That was it? Maybe it wasn't here. That was somewhere yeah, it was else. Yesterday. About Mahaprabhu. Oh, you're eating fish. Mahaprabhu didn't eat fish. Oh, that's Mahaprabhu. We're not Mahaprabhu. How can we? How can we fall? And then falling on the ground in in tears and uncontrollable tears. Well, you're not supposed to do that. Well, Mahaprabhu did that. So we should know what what to follow and what not to follow. That requires some sincerity and intelligence, also some guidance. So, uh, we have to be very careful in this. If we say, well, Bhaktivinoda Thakur did this, Bhaktisthan Sasura Thakur did this, Prabhupada did this, therefore, I, I also have full license to do. I can introduce this, that and the other. We have to see what is... What is our level of adhika? What is our eligibility? What will be the actual result of doing so? We have to see. It can be very dangerous also because to to achieve one purpose, uh, then another another bad effect may come that that others may take it. That then, therefore, anyone can do anything. So basically, one has to be guided by shastra, and that's true. Not it's not that we say that an acharya is beyond the injunctions of Shastra. Um, but basic, they're beyond the injunctions of Shastra because the, inj- the injunctions of Shastra are anyway naturally followed by Acharyas. So to say be, be, someone is beyond Shastra and use that as an excuse to act on a platform which is not according to Shastra, and that becomes very dangerous. So, Choi Dosha Shodhi, Prayasa, Atyahar Prayasacha, Prajalpa. Talking about things that have no relationship with Krishna. Of course, everything has its relationship with Krishna. But uh, a devotee, he, he relates everything to Krishna. He sees everything in relation to Krishna. And then you see the tree, Krishna's tree. Or tree, he sees in relation with Philosophy has described in Gita that everything, all living beings are in different species of life according to their karma. So therefore he sees. He doesn't just see this some biological fruit of evolution. Biological evolution. Or some ornamental plant that you put along the side of the tree. But he sees everything in relationship with Krishna. So, uh, materialists, he may talk so many things, but no relationship with Krishna. A devotee may talk so many things, but always in relationship with Krishna. And how it will be in relationship with Krishna? Will be, like, whatever he says will either be in relationship with Krishna's service, some, even if he's talking about some apparently material thing, maybe talking about some legal matters, or some, some health matters, or... Mm. But always, if for the purpose of serving Krishna, not that he goes on talking and talking about law, if there's some point to be discussed, in some legal matter has come up for the ashram, how to resolve that, but not that he'll go on all day talking about legal matter, only in relationship with Krishna. So this is also part of controlling the tongue. Jiva, Jiva Vega, is... Uh, Desired. The tongue has two functions, to taste and to speak. 
So either way, the, these functions can be used for purification or degradation. If we take Krishna Prasad, that is purifying. If we take that which is not offered to Krishna, that is degrading, contaminating. If we speak about Krishna, that is purifying. If we speak that which is not in relationship to Krishna, that is contaminating. So this tendency to go on talking, 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 so many things, not in relationship with Krishna, or to to take interest in anything which has got no relation something anything that is not favorable to our advancement in Krishna consciousness this is this is suicidal to our spiritual life I've heard that more oxymorons that many devotees in America they like to go to the movies and rock concerts devotee but then how, how, but devotee doesn't do that. Devotee does everything for Krishna. So they're very contaminated. One has, practically one has to be very contaminated in, even to desire to do such things. And then where is the uh, Krishna consciousness? Such endeavor we have to make to go to Krishna. Just like this, uh, these rockets, they launch into space. How much power is required to how to get them out of the Earth's gravitational field? Of course, I'm not subscribing to modern scientific theories, but this is how they describe it. So uh, it's like that. If if you they they have these fireworks, fire they they have these little toy fireworks. What do they call it in America? Sparkler. Well, they have like rockets, and they go they go up. Yeah, they go up. Yeah, they're, they're children's play. Well, they also have like an uh, Independence Day or something. Yes. They have them on in the on the White House lawn or something well, like that. Rota, we have the same thing: bottle rocket and these sparklers. Yeah, right. So these little rocket it goes, boom, comes down. So this, if you put that underneath your Apollo spacecraft, it's not going to go anywhere. So it's so much energy is required to get that thing up out of the Earth's gravitational pull. So, how much energy is required to get us up out of the pull of Maya and into the sphere of Krishna consciousness? So, that, that how much energy, concentration, but then if we deplete our energy by inviting into our heart all the Enemies of devotion, Kam, Krod, Lob, Mohammad, Matsaya, then where is the, there's no possibility. Kam, Krod, Lob, Mohammad, Adi, Abhishya, Ishabna, Chari, Kishe, Pabe, Radha, Krishna, Bhakti, Rotako. Gives the rhetorical question that lust, greed, anger, illusion, envy, madness, all these things are in our hearts. We're, 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 uh, <coughs> absorbed. As, as we're absorbed in all these things, if we don't give them up, then how can we attain Radha Krishna? It's not possible. So how much endeavor is required to go to Krishna? This, it's not a not half-hearted effort. This Olympic sports persons, they, how much endeavor they have even to even to get selected for the team to win that 
gold medal, how much concentration, how much discipline for years together. They have to come under the strict guidance of a coach. You have to eat this, not that. You have to go to sleep by this time, not that time. They're, they're under, they accept such discipline. How to live their lives. They're not allowed to go out late at night. What they eat, everything is controlled. They're constantly under test, constantly under training. And only one of them wins the gold and everyone else is a loser. But in Krishna consciousness, everyone's a winner. Every, everyone who follows the process is a winner. But how much endeavor is required? It's not a hobby, that's for sure. It's not like we take our dog out in the morning for a walk. Krishna consciousness isn't like that. Krishna consciousness means so much. Taking the dog for a walk also is not very much recommended in Krishna consciousness. Becoming attached to dogs. Better be attached to Krishna. So prajalpa, even talking nonsense is destructive to spiritual life. What to speak of? Wholeheartedly engaging in nonsense. Spending money working hard to earn money to spend it for nonsense. This is certainly destructive to our spiritual life. So, Prajapa, Niyama Agraha, Niyama Agraha. Two kinds. This one, under this one category come two different uh, items that spoil our devotional service, of which the most the, the most common and most uh, more serious is niyama agraha, not to accept the rules and regulations of devotional service. If we don't accept the process, then how how are we going to become purified? If we don't, it's it's not just by talking about it. Just like the Olympic athlete, it's not just by talking that. Well, I, I'd like to win the gold medal, and then he sits at home and watches TV all day, becomes fat slob, couch potato. So uh, it's not, you don't win the Olympic Games by watching them on TV. You have to do the training. To do the, that's also some kind of sadhana. So one has to accept the rules and regulations of devotional service. If one doesn't, one doesn't get the result. They're, they're, the rules and regulations are given so that they get a result. The result is sadhakana mayam premna. Ah, sada bhavayam krama. That uh, gradually, by following the process of devotional service, one develops up to the level of prem, Krishna prem. So prem is a common word nowadays floating around our iskon. But uh, simply by talking about it, it doesn't happen. One has to follow the process that is given. In, one has to follow in all sincerity, praying for the mercy of the Vaishnava Acharyas. So, the rules and regulations are given to help us advance. Now, it may be that Niyama Agraha, enthusiastic for following the rules, that's good. We should be enthusiastic to follow the rules. But if we follow the rules simply for the sake of following them, that is also an in- an impediment, not just an impediment, but again, spoils our devotional service. So, I don't think there's too much of this problem these days. That's not... Better to have that problem than the other one of not following altogether. 
But uh, that also some mentality may arise that we're just, just like we see in, in India, it's, it's sometimes we see this, that devotees, they themselves are not from a very high caste background. In India, even today, less so among the so-called educated section, those who are educated in Western education. But the caste consciousness is very strong. In, still in many parts. So we often find that persons coming to Krishna consciousness, the movement of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, from lower caste, they offer, they, they follow, start to follow all these rules and regulations and details and they develop this kind of neo-Brahminical attitude of looking down on others who don't follow all these things. Although they themselves are not from Brahminical family. But they, they tend to look down on others like this and say, well, I'm, I'm following the rules and regulations very strictly. <coughs> so this, this kind of attitude, following all the rules and regulations. I'll give an example. Um, once in the, it happened to be during Chaturmasya. I was uh, in a temple in India. And at breakfast, they were serving eggplant. So, one devotee came and said, Oh, you're serving eggplant in Chaturmasya. That's against the rules. So I said, so I said to him, Good morning. Didn't see you all morning. Didn't see you in Mongolati, Tulsi Arti, Java period class. You just turned up for breakfast and you're criticizing why they're serving eggplant or whatever the more important you follow the, the, these rules, go to Mongolati, chant your rounds. But that is not for, oh, and you're serving eggplant for breakfast. <laughs> so this is a, a misplaced sense of, because you're not supposed to serve that in joint chat on Actually, it's not very good at any time. Begun is near good. Be, in, in, Urdu, that bay means the same as near. Bay sharam. There's no, no, uh, no, uh, shame, shameless. So, bigun, no, no qualities. Anyway. That's pajalpa. It's got nothing to do with Krishna consciousness. It's talking about the qualities of eggplants. <laughs> anyway, I heard it from Jai Patakamara. So. <laughs> It has no qualities. No nutritional qualities. It, it soaks up ghee, so it tastes nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it tastes very nice. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also. Take that. But you shouldn't take too much because it's actually poisonous. It's in the nightshade family. Better to fry it and with neem and take off this skin, then it won't be so bad. And only eat one piece. Otherwise you'll get rashes. Anyway, let's not talk too much about eggplants. <laughs> Sorry, it was my fault. Only me to blame here. So, we we're talking about eggplants and rules and regulations. So, one should not be fanatically attached to rules and regulations without <coughs> understanding the purpose behind them. Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasar Thakur could arrange 
made preparations for Sir John Anderson, the governor of Bengal, because he knew the purpose behind all the rules and regulations, which is smartavya satatam vishnu vismartavya najatuchit sarva vidhi nishedasya etayo eva kinkaraha. That all the rules and regulations are meant for always remembering Krishna, never forgetting him. All the rules and regulations are the servant of this regulation. So one who is expert in reviving person's Krishna consciousness, he can, for the sake of fulfilling the, the actually important rule, he may sometimes apparently flout the lower rule if required. He may do so. That... Uh, the, one has to see by the result. Just like some story was given of uh, Napoleon. He was, when he f- first became a commander of the French forces, the French were being pushed back by the Austrian forces. They were being overwhelmed. And then Napoleon was, was called. It was his first chance to take command. And he reorganized the forces and... Uh, and pushed back the Austrians. So the Austrian king asked the general, what happened? You were, you were going forward and now you're coming back. He said, they brought some new general. And we don't know what to do. He's breaking all the rules of, of warfare. He's not following in, in, in all the rules in the book. So we don't know what to do. So he broke all the rules. Instead of it, they were expecting that he must attack on the weakest part, but he attacked on the strongest part of the Austrian formation. They're bewildered. They weren't expecting it. So he broke the rule, and but he won the battle. So what should he have done? There's, some may criticize. He's not following the rule book of battle, but he won the fight. So what was better, to, to follow the rule or win the battle? So that's an example to show that. So Prajapati, Niyamagraha, Jana Sangha, associating with worldly-minded people who are not interested in Krishna consciousness can be very difficult for our Grihastha devotees not to do so. One has to be very careful in not to become enamored by this association. One should associate with devotees. And associate with devotees means associate with devotees in devotional activities. It doesn't mean associate, we'll all go to the movies together. That's not, that's not satsanga. That's, that's Janasanga, materialistic association. Janasanga is chalolyam Lolium is good if it's for Krishna. Tasmat lolyam api mulyam The one price, the only price we can pray to get, to pay to get Krishna consciousness is strong desire to get it. But lolyam for material achievements that will have the, uh, the strong desire for material achievements that will have exactly the opposite result. It will destroy our devotional service. So what do we have? Choi bega domi, choi dosha shodi, choi guna dehodas. Give to me. I'm your servant. So please bestow upon me these qualities which are Prasidhyati. These these six 
factors, they will bring us to the full success of Krishna consciousness. Utsaha. Enthusiasm. Always being enthusiastic. Again, how will that enthusiasm come? Often devotees are, how can we have this enthusiasm in devotional service? I'd like to come inside and sit comfortably. Well, there's plenty of space. So. Oh, okay. I just think you're a little squashed up there. Oh, no, I'm okay. I'm all right. Okay. So, utsaha, enthusiasm. In any activity, if we're to be successful, we have to have enthusiasm. One cannot be successful in any activity without enthusiasm. One, one cannot be a a doctor, a lawyer, or even a street sweeper, unless there's some enthusiasm to it. Even street, oh, it's too cold today, I won't go. Then you're fired. You, know? <laughs> you can't remain a street. There has to be some enthusiasm. So, where does the street sweeper get his enthusiasm to sweep the streets? Is he thinking, oh, I, I must... Well, you don't have street. They, they do it by some vehicle, right? They're still street sweepers. It's just a little meca- mechanized, that's it. So how does he get the enthusiasm to come out on a cold day to clear all the leaves up and everything? Do they get it because they're thinking that the goal of my life is to make the streets clean? But he needs the money. So there's some motive. Enthusiasm comes from motive. So how how do we get motivated? in, In popular management parlance, there's motivation. Motivation. How can you motivate the workers? Because they're, they're getting the money, but, you know, they're not very, how can you get them enthusiastic to, to work? So, how can we remain enthusiastic in Krishna consciousness? Well, the street sweeper becomes motivated by, uh, the money. That's all, pretty much all. I don't think you'll find any who, are, who have, go to sleep at night thinking how, <laughs> I, I really want to make the streets clean. It's, it's only money. But someone, others, they may have some ideal, just like it might be occasionally in, in medical college, there might be some student who's thinking of benefiting the human race. They have some higher motive. Well, most of them are thinking of how to benefit themselves by relieving the human race of every last dime they had in their pocket. But, uh, heart transplant and money transplant. Every doctor is expert in transplants. Transplanting the money from your account to my account. <laughs> so, uh, so, so then there may, there may be people, they have some, some motivation. The soldiers go to Iraq and they, they, Somehow they, they might have some idea that we're doing this for the benefit of America. So they have some motivation. I'm going, to, I'm going to give my life. I'm ready to die for America. Although it's difficult to understand how killing people in, in Iraq can, have, can really benefit America. But somehow they have to be motivated like that. So what, what is our motivation in Krishna consciousness? The motivation is that we we want to please Krishna. There may, at different levels, there may be different motivations. In, in, in the beginning, it, 
the beginning stages of pure devotional service, it, it may be think that, well, this material world is miserable, I better serve Krishna and get out of here. So that's a beginning. That's not bad. That's that's encouraged. And Krishna also encourages in Bhagavad Gita by by stressing Dukhalayam Ashashvatam Anityam Asukam Lokam that uh, this material world is miserable. Nāpnuvanti Mahatmana Sangsitin Paramangataha those who are those who are uh, Mahatmas, great personalities, understanding this material world to be miserable, they get out of it and go to me. So that's the beginning. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught pure love for Krishna beyond such a motivation that we'll serve Krishna only for his pleasure. Some motivation, we have to consider in what we're doing, why are we doing what we are doing? Why are we serving Krishna? We may think, well, I, I, I can't be happy Often we stress this, that we, we, no one can be happy without serving Krishna because that is our constitutional position. So people become motivated. Yes, I should serve Krishna, otherwise I'll be miserable, which is true. But on a higher level, we don't think of our own happiness. We think that my happiness or unhappiness doesn't matter, only Krishna's pleasure. That's a very high level. It's not very easy to... It's not Again, it's not attainable simply by talking about it. But there has to be some motivation by which we remain enthusiastic. So in so many ways we can be motivated. One time, devotee told me, this is a long time ago, he was saying that uh, they were going out daily on the streets for book distribution, distributing Srila Prabhupada's glorious books. And uh, one day, it had been a, been a series of very cold days and, and we woke up early in the morning and it was even cause it had been very cold for days on end and been very difficult on the streets and this day it was even more cold. And I thought, well, <coughs> today we should have a day off. There's no, no one can blame us. We'll, we'll take a day off. So they went through their morning program and then they're just finishing and then they heard <laughs> They looked outside, there was this pneumatic drill. So they saw men were out on the streets, drilling up the street, in the cold. They're going out for, for getting money for their sense gratification. We can go out for serving Krishna. They went out. <laughs> so that motivation, that the gratefulness, that Prabhupada gave us this knowledge and we should, he sacrificed Everything, health, wealth, family, even the happiness of living in Vrindavan, he sacrificed to come and save us. So we should try to do that, that gratefulness. We should try to do something within our capacity to try to repay. That, that, that's, that's a very strong motivation that, that develops our... Uh, that develop that that both gives us motivation to go on with our service, and uh, by remembering that who are we doing this for and what we're doing this to to please Srila Prabhupada and all the acharyas, then uh, that that be, by performing our services consciously remembering this, then that makes our bond our 
our link very strong. It's consciously performing service, remembering, doing service, remembering that I'm doing this to please Srila Prabhupada, to please his representatives, to please the Acharyas. So it becomes very personal. It's not, sometimes the body is talking about doing devotional service mechanically, but it's not, how can it be mechanical? Because it's all done for a person. It's, it's, it's not like working in some big company. You're working in some office on the 159th floor and you're, you're doing so, you're doing something. You don't know who it's for. You don't know who, the, you don't even know who the head of the, you don't, know who, you don't even know who your boss is. It's so impersonal. You don't know who the boss of the company is. You're just working and it's some work and you get the money and it's so impersonal. It's not really done to please anyone. It's, it's just a job. That's all. But in devotional service, it's done for Krishna, and even Krishna may appear to a, we may think, we may not feel that I'm very close to Krishna, but we're doing for our spiritual master, so he'll be pleased. And that, that's from our uh, from our level, tangible, meaningful. So utsaha, what is always remaining enthusiastic, and but enthusiasm that has to be accompanied by nischat and dharyam by determination, because enthusiasm can waver. But the, the real sign of enthusiasm is not jumping up in ten feet in the sky and saying, Jai! That's also good. If it, we're saying Jai for the right thing. But the uh, sustained enthusiasm in devotional service, we go on despite all tests, and definitely tests will come. So many difficulties will come. But that determination, I must go on serving Krishna despite all difficulties. And patience. That if we think that, that I, well, I'm chanting Hare Krishna now for three years, five years, ten years, thirty years, I still didn't see Krishna, so ah, forget it. What's the use? Patience. We have to have patience to consider that if in my attempts at serving Krishna there's even some slight sincerity somewhere that surely Krishna will take note of that. And Krishna is not an ingrate. He will reciprocate. That patience based on faith in Krishna's mercy. That I, I, anyway, I, 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 I didn't get Krishna. I'm so unfortunate. But let me go on. Anyway, let me try to serve Krishna. I may never, I may never attain to Krishna, but let me try. Just let me go on trying with patience, not becoming upset, angry. Let me go on serving Krishna. So, Utsahan Nishadharya, Tat Tat Karma Pravartanat. Again, we should uh, follow all the uh, prescribed, do, the, do what is required of us, probably, do the needful, do. acting according to the Acting in devotional service according to the uh, injunctions of Guru Sadhu Shastra. Uh, Sangha Tiaga. Similar to that, Jana Sangha. Asat Sangha Tiaga, E Vaishnavacha. Stri Sangi Eka Sadhu Krishna Bhakta. The first symptom when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was asked, How can we recognize a Vaishnava? He gave the first symptom is 
that he gives up bad associations. This is first symptom of Vaishnava. What is that bad association? Stri Sangi, one who is attached to women for the sake of sense gratification. So, uh, Shastra, that is, is, uh, except in the, in the sections describing Stri Dharma, or the duties of women, that is all addressed to men, actually. It's addressed to, so, it doesn't say, For women, it may be Purusangi. It doesn't say like that. It's Strisangi. It's addressed to men. You should not associate with materialistic women for sense gratification. So, but that also applies to women. They should, you should not associate with men for the purpose of sense gratification. So, Strisangi one means, uh, Sri Sangi means a materialist. Attached to women means attached to all the, uh, to sensual enjoyment. Sri Sangi is the, the, uh, what's the word, the epitome of materialism. So Sri Sangi ekasad, who is not asad, who is not, who is not saintly. And Krishna Bhakta, one who is not a devotee of Krishna. So this association should be avoided. And Satovrite, following in the footsteps of previous Acharyas, or it can mean a living's, living one's life in a, uh, uh, living one's life uh, in a very, uh, what shall we say, moral way, or sane way. Not, not indulging in sinful activity. Sito Vritay, Shadbir Bhakti Prasiddhi. So you can see, there's, uh, there's all explanation of this. How, I was saying Bhakti Nautakos, his songs, they're full of feeling, but they're based on Shastric understandings, systematic Shastric understanding. So, Choi Begadami, Choi Joshua, Choi Gonades, Choi Shadchanga, and there are six kinds of uh, holy association. Association that uh, benefits. Uh, 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 you say, Sangatiyag, you give up materialistic association. Then how to associate? What is that? How to associate with devotees? As I was saying, association doesn't mean going to the movies together. How do, how do we associate with devotees so that we can all be mutually benefited? Can anyone say apart from yourself? So, anyone know? It's of course, Rishi. No, that's Bhakti. Uh, no, Rupa Goswami has given six specific. Yeah. Anyone know the Sanskritum? Can you say in English then? Bhumte. Mm. We all know this. <laughs> I'm waiting to see if anyone. We didn't get the English first. Let's get the English. You got four of them. Very important. Aha, uh-huh, yes. Hearing devotees and sharing a 
Minding confidence. Yeah. Then Sanskritam. The Dati Prate Grimati Guimak Yachi Purchati Gukte Bojaite Chaiva Shadvita Priti Lakshana. Symptoms of love. That uh, giving some gift, accepting a gift when it's offered from devotees, uh, discussing with devotees, which means give and take, that becomes two. Uh, discussing confidentially enough about devotional service, the how we can advance more in devotional service. Nowadays it's quite popular counseling and all this kind of thing. Trying to sort out our screwed up minds. But, but it'll never be sorted out. So but we can discuss about Krishna, Krishna consciousness, how to advance in Krishna consciousness. Study Shastra, discuss different points of Shastra. This will sort out our mad mind by hearing about Krishna. By Bajahuremana Srinanda Nandana Avaya Charanarabhinda. By fixing our mad mind on the fearless lotus feet of Krishna, the mad mind will be pacified. And this is the prescription. So the Dadi Pati Grihnati Guhyamakati Prichit. Bhumti Bhujayatanchaiva. Offering prasad to devotees and accepting some invitation. Sometimes we call. Of course we call to prasad, that means not just when, when devotees call for prasad, you please come to our house, honor our house, take prasad, but that means there should be kirtan also. Not only bhoja, but it should be kirtan. So this householder, householder's most important duty, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, is to what? Anyone know? Serve the Vaishnavas. So that seva, that often, because what will, what will, how can you serve a Vaishnava? What what can you give? So, of course, in the modern age, you can also give some monetary donation because the Vaishnavas are busy building up movements and printing books and so many things. But traditionally, Vaishnavas they are a kinchan; they have they have nothing. So you can, but they need for their bodily maintenance some food. They need to take some prasadam. So that so generally, Vaishnav savor is understood. Invite a Vaishnav, wash his feet, give him a nice seat, sweet words, and prasadam. So. This is Vaishnava culture, Vaishnava Seva. Vaishnava Seva, Parama Siddhi, Premalati Karamula, Bhakata Seva Parama Siddhi. This serving Vaishnavas is the, itself the highest perfection and the root of the creeper of pure devotional service. So these are symptoms of sharing love. When calling Vaishnavas, it's, it's it's just like friends, they, even materialists, among materialists, they may call their friends to eat, but calling Vaishnavas, we should, it shouldn't just be a social function between Vaishnavas. When we call, then there should be some kirtan and discussion of Krishna consciousness like this. Otherwise, 
if it's only feeding, then it may descend just to the social level. So it's very important when we we should call devotees, and there should also be shravanam kirtanam, hearing and chanting about Krishna. So uh, Bhakti Thakur is praying for the mercy from the pure devotees to be free from the six material urges, the six faults to be to be bestowed with the six qualities and to uh, have association with pure devotees in this way. So uh, then he goes on, Ekaki Amar Nahi Paibo Harinama Sankirtani. That alone by myself I don't have any strength to chant Hare Krishna, to preach Krishna consciousness. Bhakti Thakur is saying, <laughs> or to speak of us. He himself, he can deliver the whole universe. That song, Vivekananda Das, who knows that, what is that? Every, every Vaishnava, every associate of Chaitanya Mahabhu alone can deliver the, the whole universe. I can't remember. So, uh, but he's praying. By myself, I don't feel any power. Prabhupada, he definitely sent by Krishna to spread Krishna consciousness. But he's uh, praying to his spiritual master. And to Krishna, why have you sent me to this horrible place, America? Mostly people come to America and say, how wonderful. But Prabhupada immediately, his first sight of America, he, he gave the poem, Ugrastan. Horrible place, terrible place. Gross. So why have you sent me here? But I think you have some purpose for me, for sending me here. People should hear about Krishna. But who am I? Bednai Bhakti Nai. He's praying to Krishna and to his spiritual master. I have no bhakti. I have no knowledge. But I have a very big name. Bhakti Vedanta. So you now you now you fulfill the purpose of this name. By giving me the chance to preach bhakti through Vedanta. His whole song was about preaching bhakti through Vedanta through the knowledge of Vedanta, Sriman Bhagavatam, Sri Siddhanti, Saraswati, Shachi Sutta, Priya Ati. Bhaktisthan Saraswati, he is very dear to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Ta Icha Balavan, Paschachete Tan Tan, Hoijate Gorangyana. By his desire, in the Western world, the name of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will go, will spread. So he was considering, it is his desire, it is his wish, it is his mission. Tava Kripa Ashambhav Shambhavoy By your mercy, that which is impossible. He made that song, Markine Bhagavad Dharma. Another oxymoron, apparently. Krishna consciousness in America. It's it's a ridiculous title. People might consider. 
How is it possible? Krishna consciousness, you can hardly say in India what to speak of in America. Everything was going to hell. You weren't successful in India preaching Krishna consciousness. And how will you be successful in America? People were saying to Prabhupada. It's, imp- it's impossible. So he accepted. Yes, it's impossible. But Tava Kripai Ashambhav Shambhava. By your mercy, the impossible is possible. So he showed that. It was impossible. There's no question of Krishna consciousness in America. No one, no one could imagine such a thing. But Prabhupada had the faith that it, it's, it, it, that covering of the, of the Maya is so strong here that, that it's, it's strong enough in India and then what to speak about here? But how is it possible to pierce that very thick covering? By the preaching Bhagavatam, that will that will pierce the knot in the heart. So he was confident that if they if they hear, if they will simply hear again and again, then they can become Krishna consciousness. That's what's stated in the Bhagavatam. He had faith in that. So but Prabhupada never considered that by myself. Now, now I'm coming to America and I will spread Krishna consciousness. He never considered it. Only by the mercy. He was sent by Krishna, empowered by Krishna. He never thought, I am so wonderful. I am so great. He never advertised like that. But he thought, it's all... He said, my only qualification is that I strictly follow my spiritual master. On this basis. So that's true. If you... If theoretically Prabhupada hadn't followed his spiritual mercy, he wouldn't have had the mercy to spread Krishna consciousness. Or he might have spread something distorted. Just like there are many upper sampradayas in Bengal who have spread very widely and they chant Hare Krishna, but they're bogus because they don't properly follow the previous acharyas. And it may appear to persons who are not understanding what actually is Krishna consciousness. It may appear that, oh, they're spreading Krishna consciousness so wonderfully, but it's it's misconception. So it's not actually Krishna consciousness. That's why Siddhanta Baliya Chitte Nakaraha Alash Eha Haite Krishna Lagi Suri Ramana One should not be lazy in understanding what is Siddhanta, what is proper understanding of Krishna consciousness. Because by understanding this, the mind becomes attached to Krishna. And by not understanding this, we can very easily be misled. It may be that if we don't know what is Krishna consciousness, clearly, according to Guru, Sadhu and Shastra, then we may be very easily misled into thinking that something that may appear to us who don't know, we may think that something is Krishna consciousness, which isn't. So it's essential that we understand what is Siddhanta. That's why Bhaktivinoda giving these songs, which are full of this craving for Krishna, but this systematic, based on Shastric understanding, and giving us Shastric understanding. So the, the mercy of the Acharyas, again, what is the mercy of the Acharyas? It's not some magic wand waving, or pat you on the, the head and then you get some electric shock. But the mercy of the Acharyas is that they teach uh, by example and precept. They act... Uh, what is that? That... Acharya uh, hmm. stapyatyapi. What's the first line? Anyone know that? Hmm. 
Hare Krishna. I left my brains. <laughs> first line I'm forgetting. Achari stapyatipi. Swayam achritayasmat acharyastena kirtitaha. That uh, the acharya means who speaks according to Shastra, acts according to Shastra, and establishes the principles of Shastra. as the meaning of Acharya. All based on Shastra. So I was saying, Bhaktisthan Saraswati Thakur, he apparently violated the principles of Shastra. So he he viola- apparently violated some rule to establish the principle. But we, what is given in Shastra, not only what is in Shastra, book learning, but uh, understanding of the principle, Siddhanta. What is the Siddhanta? What is the actual principle? With it? If we don't understand the actual principle, then we may find a different principle in Shastra. We may think that Shastra is meant for sense enjoyment, as do the Karma Mimamsakas. We have to, Shastra says that you should perform this sacrifice and you should go to the heavenly planets and enjoy. It's stated in Shastra. You should follow Shastra. It says you should do. Shastra? They're correct. It's Shastra. But it's not the, that is not the purpose of Shastra. Oh, Shankaracharya, he's strictly, oh, he's quoting Shastra and sannyasis, follow Shastra. And the aim is to, Attain mukti to so hum, I become he. I am you and you are me and we are all together. It's, it's a paraphrasing of the Shankaracharyas, Mayava. All is one. But, but this is opposite kusidanta. It's not the actual understanding. What actually? Is the Siddhanta. Even we find Vaishnavas, but so many rejected. Nitai Gaurate Sham rejected. Wrong. Nityananda, they have the hypothesis. Nityananda is Radharani. Wrong. This is not according to Siddhanta. Rejected. The whole thing rejected. They're chanting, they're following Hari Bhakti Vilas, this, that. Rejected. Wrong understanding. Offensive understanding. Gaurnagari. There. So many things they're chanting Hare Krishna and making nice temples. So many things they're doing nice. But they're disturbing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <coughs> thinking that he is the enjoyer of the women of Nadia. Rejected. All wrong. You've got it. Just at one point. Everything else may seem very nice. At one point you've made some, some seminal blunder and the whole thing is rejected. Okay. A miss is as good as a mile. You're making all your calculations how to send the space rocket to the moon. Of course, we don't believe they went to the moon, but uh, it's just giving an example. But if you if you make a little mistake in your calculation, then it won't go to the moon. It'll miss. It has to be absolutely precise on target. A miss is as good as a mile. That means you have the the target. You're doing shooting practice. So if you if you hit the target, you hit it. If you miss it by one millimeter, you miss it. If you miss it by one mile, it would be pretty difficult. You have to shoot backwards like this. 
but you also miss it. So whether you miss by one millimeter or you miss by a meter, ten meters, it's a miss. No points. Of course, in actual devotional service, there's no, there's no missing. Because Neha Bikramanasha Sipatavayana Svapavapya Siddhanasya Trayatevahatovaya any sincere endeavor in devotional service is never forgotten by Krishna. It's always to our benefit. But anything that's executed, even with apparent sincerity, if it's on the if it's on the wrong line, it won't go to Krishna. And actually, those those who are actually sincere, they won't be they won't be attracted to that which is not in the proper line. That which is not in the proper line, that will everyone gets what they want. So if per- persons who are attracted to Apasiddhanta or Apasampradaya means they're actually not serious to serve Krishna. For them, Moghasha, Mogha Karmana, Mogha Jnana, Vichetasa, Rakshasim, Asurinchaiva, Prakriting Mohanim Shutaha. Those who are bewildered by demoniac and atheistic views in all their endeavors simply lost. Because it's all, for all their endeavor, it's all in the wrong direction, in the wrong way. Because they, so it's so important to understand what is Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, you may be endeavoring, but it, it doesn't go to Krishna. Bhakti Siddhanta Virudha Arasibhas or Rasabhas Shunile Prabhurchite Nahoyolash Sorry, Bhakti Siddhanta Virudha if we have some understanding that is not properly in the line of Bhakti Siddhanta, the, the teaching, the Krishna consciousness as given by Rupa Goswami, that's what it means for us. Rupa Goswami, of course, he compiled his teachings after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, mostly after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. While Mahaprabhu was there and afterwards also. So, we are called, the Gorya Vaishas are supposed to be Another name is Rupanoga. We don't say Chaitanya Noga. Because Rupa Goswami, he compiled, of course the other Goswamis also, they compiled the path of devotion service as we should follow. Those, so, Rupanoga Virodhapa Siddhanta Dvanta Hainai. Who is Bhakti Siddhanta? He has re-established Bhakti Siddhanta, destroying the uh, misconceptions propagated by those who are not properly in the line of Rupa Goswami. So how important it is to understand Krishna consciousness as it is. And how unpopular Bhaktisthan Saraswati Thakur became for speaking against that which is not properly in the line of Bhakti by Pearsons who thought that this is this is, this is Bhakti, but it's not Bhakti. It's not pleasing to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because it's Bhakti Siddhanta Virudha. It's against the proper, it's against the proper teaching. They want to speak of rasa bhas, attempting to jump into a higher level without proper understanding and then mixing up all the rasas. So this may appear to be bhakti, but it is not pleasing to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So how important it is to understand what is bhakti. And Prabhupada gave so many books and it spoke continuously to, to imbibing us, to inculcating us proper understanding of Krishna consciousness. 
So, ekaki yama nahi paibo harinama sankitani tumi kripa akari shadhabindudi deho krishna madhana. So, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is praying that by myself I have no strength to even chant or to speak or propagate in Krishna consciousness. So, you'll be merciful to me, praying to the Vaishnava. To me, Kripa, give me faith. What is that faith? What kind of faith will the Vaishnava give? Anyway, we may have faith. Again, Bhakti Nautaka, very systematically is analyzed. Two kinds of faith. Lokik Shraddha, or ordinary faith, sentimental faith. And Shastriya Shraddha, faith based on teachings of Shastra, understanding of Shastra. So Vaishnava gives faith in Krishna based on understanding of Shastra. Not simply, oh, he doesn't, we should all love each other. Sometimes we hear this, they say, well, we should all just love each other. But what is the basis of that love? Or we should all be united. Well, what is the basis? We hear all United Nations, they also talk about unity. But they have, there's no basis, there's no solid basis. Therefore, there's no unity. So simply talking about unity won't bring unity. What is the basis? Basis means there should be one center. So what is that center? If we say we should all be united, well, you, you do what you like, I do what I like, and we'll all be united. And how is that possible? We all have to do what Krishna likes. Then there is unity. Or love. We say, well, we just love everyone. Very vague. Love. 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 Well, what is this? Love means some vague feeling of love. That is not love. Love means to that means to act in a manner that is pleasing to Krishna. We can know what is pleasing to Krishna again from Guru Sadhu and Shastra. Otherwise, simply that we just love, or we talk of praying. But, but what's the what's the basis? What's the meaning? Otherwise it becomes very cheap just to use these words. Love, compassion. We have to see what are the definitions of these words according to Shastra and act according to that. Not that love is simply some mechanical, dry... That love be, by, by defi- we may think that by defining love then, then it becomes divest of its quality. It becomes just a... It becomes just an academic subject or a museum showpiece. But no, actual love has its symptoms. Uh, so if, if love, what we talk of love, doesn't have the symptoms as described in Shastra, then it's not love. And the symptom is, that the symptom of love for Krishna is the desire to serve him without any personal desire. So all these things should be understood. This is to be understood from Vaishnava. The Vaishnava gives you say Vaishnava gives Krishna praying, but how? And so there's a process. Ado, Shraddha, Tato, Sadhu, Sangha, Tato. Then Bhajana, Kriya, Anartha, Nibriti, and all. So there's a process. It's not just praying. Okay, all right. It's not like, you know, you put your money in a, in a, in a machine and press the button and a cup, 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 coffee comes out. So giving, or giving Krishna praying is not like giving a cup of coffee. It's not even like giving a cup of coffee with, with spiked with some psychotropic drugs. It's also not like that. Giving Krishna praying means that uh, there's, there's no desire for sense gratification left. So that has to be seen.
Talk of prem is cheap, but we have to see. Are we giving up desire for sense gratification? Otherwise, there's no question of prem. It's just artificial imitation. Talk is cheap. So then, to me, Kripa Kauri, Shraddha Bindu, Deho Krishna Namadam. Krishna Nam, we can actually chant Krishna Nam if there is faith. And that faith means Shastriya Shraddha, based on Shastra. That Krishna Nam can actually be chanted by one who is uh, free from material desires or at least uh, endeavoring, sincerely endeavoring to become free from material desires. So, uh, what's the next? Deho Krishna Krishna Shaitama. Krishna is yours. Vaishnava is more than Krishna. Because he has Krishna. Sadhun, sadhu nam hridayam vahyam, sadhu nam hridayam toham, ananyate na jananti naham tebhyo manadapi. Krishna says, devotees are in my heart and I am in their heart. I am their heart, they are my heart. They, because they know nothing but me and I know nothing but them. So a devotee has Krishna and can give Krishna Krishna did they part. Tomara Shokati Amitokanga. I don't have Krishna. Therefore I am I am poverty stricken. Bill Gates, the richest man in the world, he's poverty stricken. He doesn't realize it. All these so many rich people in America, millionaires, all poverty stricken because they don't have Krishna consciousness. Amitokanga. Krishna Krishna Bali. Running after you shouting, Krishna, Krishna, give me Krishna. It's so this craving for Krishna, Bhakti Thakur has expressed. Any comments or queries about this? I just something a little bit <clears throat> When I was thinking of these two types of devotees, and I wanted you could explain it because we were reading about it. When the first when the gopis met Krishna at Kurukshetra, and he told them, "Well, you should simply be happy with this jnana, um, this knowledge that I'm present everywhere," and they of course weren't happy with it. They said, "We're not, you know, this isn't acceptable to us." And but we have, but then you have the example of the wives of the Brahmas. Where when I remember when we were in Baroda, we were giving class on that. How they came to Krishna, same situation, but in their case, Krishna sent them back, and they did go back. Whereas mm-hmm. the gopis, they didn't. So what is the difference in their bhakti that one group of them was forced to go back, but the others weren't forced? When we're talking about gradations of devotees in spiritual perfection, we have to be very careful in our understanding. It's accepted. Ramya kachetu pasana vrajavadhu vargena ya kalpita. It's clearly accepted that the gopis, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepts the, the path of the gopis as the topmost worth method of worship of Krishna. When we say their path is topmost, we shouldn't think that there's any material defect or lacking in other devotees. So, when we're discussing these things, we have to be very careful. If we think that that the 
yagyapatis are less than the gopis. Well, in one sense that's true, but there's no material difference in them. They both have pure love for Krishna without any personal desire. But the intensity of the gopis' love is more. Both are perfect. Prabhupada would sometimes say that it's it's not that Krishna loves the gopis more and the cows less. He'd sometimes say like that. So in one sense, yes, he does. But then, because the gopis, their their love for Krishna is, is the topmost. But then there's no there's no Vrindavan with there's no gopi lila without go without cows. And it's not that 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 they're just uh, like in in a drama. There's the the, the uh, what do they call that? The the the, spare, the the actors who just extras. Yeah, it's not that the gopis are just extras in in Krishna lila. Krishna intensely loves every one of his cows, and they intensely love him. But that intensity, unatajvala rasa, the the, the topmost shining. Rasa, jayo jayo jvala rasa, sarva rasa, saparakiya bhavi, jaha brajate pacha. That is, that is so glorious because it's so intense. Now that doesn't mean that the, the love of the, of any other devotees is just to be rejected. But it, 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 it highlights how great is that of the gopis. So when we're discussing that, what, what is suitable for one devotee and what is perfect for one devotee is not for another. So then, so then we can understand it's like just like only certain gopis, for example, are only allowed into the rasa dance or only certain devotees can do certain services. So no, they're all allowed, but uh, some didn't join this time round. means, uh, well, at least among the young gopis, those that were not allowed they were kept at home, and then, but then they, they left their bodies, and then next time. These are all highly esoteric subjects. <laughs> but the, the principle is that because of the, the Whereas the older gopis on the the age of Yashoda, and then they didn't. That for them, they, they, that that's not for them. Their expression of love for Krishna is different altogether. So with like the yogic Brahmins, then Brahmin of Patni's wives, it's that uh, their intensity of yogic Patni. Yeah. The Yogya Patnis, their, their intensity of love is not as strong, so that's why the certain pastime they cannot do. The intensity of a love isn't so strong, but it's 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 perfect. Yeah. We shouldn't think that they're lacking. It's just in a different way. It's not, you know, it's, there's no material lacking. It's it's absolutely perfect. But the, but the perfection has become most in, intense in the gopis. But there's no, we can't say there's anything lacking or yeah. wrong in them. That's our material... That's materialistic measurement. So it's just because the because they were, the gopis have achieved a certain perfection, it's like for them, like even we say achieved, but, it's they, but they that, that is their eternal position also. And Krishna wants that there'll be devotees that they're different because he is Akala Rasamrita Sindhu. He is the he is the ocean of all loving relationships. So if there are no there are no cows, and how will he love his cows? If there's no Uddhava, how will he how will he love Uddhava? So everything is required there for Krishna's pleasure. The, the, the love of the cowherd boys is perfect. 
Krita-punya-rāshihi, how, how much pious activities must have they performed? Sugadeva Goswami wonders to play with Krishna like that. Madhya Shoda's position is perfect. Yes. also on our understanding uh, in regard to the devotees that present different attraction for different rasas of Krishna. Yesterday we were saying that those who try to go to Vaikuntha that worship Krishna and Aishvarya rasa, then that's that they are not considered pure bhakti. Well, I was st- stating that uh, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami called that vitta, bhakti, or crippled. It's crippled by the understanding of Aishvarya. So here there are different perspectives. The, the Vaikuntavasis are far above us. <laughs> but from the perspective of, uh, of Vrindavan, that is not very desirable. But that, uh, the, that non-desirability of Vaikuntha, that again is, that is from the platform of absolute perfection because their intensity of love for Krishna is such they don't, they don't want to go down to that level. But we can't, from our materially contaminated platform, if we start slanging the Vaikuntha Vasis, that's very dangerous for us. They're worshipable. They're worshipable. So we should be very careful not to bring our mundane consideration into, into spiritual subject matter. Achintya kalo ye bhava natang starke na yojiyat prakriti be parangyach tad achintya se lakshana. The very nature of spiritual existence is that it's not understandable by material brain power. That is its very nature. It's of a different quality altogether. So therefore it is, it is, uh, is preposterous to bring our material empiric method into try to understand that which is spiritual. It's, it's preposterous from the very the proposition that we shall measure Krishna. This Bhaktisthansa Sartako gave another definition of the word Maya, ma piyate iti maya. The attempt to measure everything. We shall measure what is the speed of light and what is what is the the mass of the atom and what is the mass of the universe and how far is it from Detroit to Chicago. We want to measure everything. We want to measure God. This attempt is maya. To think that we can measure Krishna. Ma piyate iti maya. The attempt to measure Krishna is, is, is illusion, illusory, or the cause of our being an illusion. So, we'll sing another bhajan of Bhakti Nautaka. We never got a madanga, it seems. Is my bag there? Please pass it. It's songbook. Do we have this? Kobe Hobe Bolo Shadi Nama? You were singing that yesterday. I was saying it should be, as Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, it should be sung in Ektal. <laughs> <laughs>